I'm Carlos Virgen, and this is The Storyline, produced by The Day in New London, Connecticut. Erica, what's your uh, gaming preference? Do you do you play games like board games or video games or or pinball? I love a good board game, especially classic board games. Um, I didn't grow up playing video games at all. I never had any sort of video game system, so I've probably only played one video game extensively in my life on my computer. You were in Westerly recently uh, checking out a pinball bar. People there, I mean, some have maybe a little bit of video game history, but a lot of them are saying they prefer pinball to video games or never really were big video game people just because pinball is so much more physical. It's a whole body sort of thing. You watch people and sometimes they're just moving like crazy. Yeah, when I was growing up, I went to to arcades quite a bit and to the corner liquor store where there was always Mm -hmm. like uh, uh, video games. Um, and like restaurants would have pinball uh, machines and, and pubs and stuff like that. And yeah, that was the one thing that you would notice between like the players on the video game consoles and versus the the pinball players is that they were much more uh, physical. They were they lean you know they lean into the game. They kind of bang it. They it's a much more of a physical experience. Yeah, and I I had watched a, a pinball documentary called Special When Lit. If you say pinball, people are like what? I mean, there are many kids today that, that don't know what a pinball machine is. And these are people who are super competitive, crazy into pinball, and they'll, they'll compete all over the country, and you watch some of these people, and they'll do like these weird leg jerks and start pushing, moving their knee up and down, and other people are just at a very certain stance, and so it's, it's, it's kind of fascinating to see some of the similarities and differences in how people play. So tell us a little bit about your visit to Flipside, uh, what kind of games they have, what, what the crowd was like. Yeah, so Flipside is a pinball bar in Westerly, and there's a big window facing the street. So it's really eye-catching if you're walking by, and even if you don't know it's there, you look in, you see all these pinball machines, people are playing, they have a bar, and they have two leagues. There's the co-ed league on Tuesday nights and the women's league on Thursday nights, so they each run... Uh, eight weeks and then your top five weeks go into your final score so it's people tell me there it gets a little more I was there for the women's league and they said it gets a little more competitive closer to the finals but that up until that point uh, it's all about the camaraderie and there's just such kind of a welcoming accepting atmosphere and environment there Around 8 o'clock on a Thursday night, Catherine Stapleton-Santi stands in front of the Adams Family Pinball Machine at Flipside Pinball Bar in Westerly. It's on the left end of a row of machines, along with Metallica, Family Guy, Funhouse, The Sopranos, and a few others. Catherine grips both sides of the machine while keeping a stance of her left foot in front of her right. She pulls the plunger and the ball shoots up the machine. She occasionally shouts, okay, at the machine when the ball goes where she wants it to go, or nods wildly. 
After a minute or two, the game is over, and she says, Ugh, so rude, before spinning around to chat with a group of other women. I talk to the machines a lot. Sometimes I'm very nice to them, hoping they'll be nice to me. Other times, I'm not very happy with the machine, so I have to, you know, let them know. On this particular night, Catherine was one of 11 women at Flipside for the weekly women's league. They're called the Double Danger Dames, and the bar advertises it as a flipping good time. Each league runs for eight weeks, and each player's top five weeks count toward her final score. The grand prize is something from one of the breweries that sponsors Flipside, and a $100 gift card to the bar. Second place gets a $50 gift card, while third gets $25. The league gets a little more competitive closer to the end, but for the most part, it's all about the camaraderie. That's definitely the case for Justine Buck, a westerly resident who has loved playing pinball since she was a kid in the mid-80s. She said she was quite the little arcade brat. When Justine lived in Japan as an adult, she found the only arcade in Osaka with pinball machines, and the people there got to know her by name because she would go in at least once a week. When and how did you find Flipside? Um, my sister told me about it. Um, she, she saw uh, an article in the newspaper, believe it or not, and let me know because she knows I'm obsessed with pinball. And uh, as soon as I found out about it, I came right down. Um, I met the owners. And uh, I, I'm, I'm a transgendered woman. I asked them at the time, they were planning a, a men's league and a women's league. I asked if they would have a problem with me playing in the women's league. And they said, well, absolutely not. Of course not. Why would we? And so I just knew right away that this would be a welcoming place. And I mean, it's pinball, which I love, and they have a great bar here. And the crowd that comes is just the right range for me. You know, very friendly people, very enlightened people. And it's a fun crowd, so I do, I love it here. This is my main hangout. Tell me a bit more about what that camaraderie looks like and, you know, the people that you've met here. Well, I've made a lot of friends here. Um, we, they started uh, last winter, around October, November. And uh, they, they offer two leagues a week. Uh, there, there was the men's league, which they changed to be a co-ed league, um, and then the women's league on Thursdays. Um, so I've been coming to all of the women's leagues, and it's been you know the same core group of girls playing in all three leagues so far. They had the winter league, the spring league, and now the summer league. And so I don't know, we've we've kind of got you know used to each other, good rapport, and it's. It's, um, it's good just to come down and hang out and joke around and blow off steam and swear a little bit and <laughs> drink a little bit. I am the Earl of Ego. Behold my splendor. Well, let's see what we've got. It makes for a much more social bar interaction um, because you're not just sitting here with the group of friends you came with, you'll end up, you know, just offering to play doubles with somebody or teach somebody how to play. I can't tell you how many times people come in here, stand in front of the machine, and they're like, okay, what do I do now? And you can see it, and you just lean over and you say, okay, you're going to need to plunge the ball and move the flippers. And it's amazing how many people don't know how to play pinball, but as soon as they start playing, they realize, oh, this is a lot of fun. And it's just a different atmosphere. Dana Carvey, who owns Flipside with her husband, Mark, has a similar view about the league. It's sociable. It's freaking sociable. You're not sitting at a bar, like, watching TV together. It's just like, ugh. 
That's just so boring. I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds boring to me. Mark and Dan and Carvey didn't meet playing pinball, but it quickly became a regular date night after they met six years ago. They helped found the Sanctum, a pinball co-op in Meriden. It became the home of the Connecticut chapter of the New England Pinball League. But Mark and Dana, who also run the Carvey Group, a lighting company, wanted more. Our job is very dependent on the housing market, and we were kind of thinking, you know, well, what happens if things slow down? We don't really have a safety net because we work for ourselves, and we obviously are very passionate about pinball. And um, we had been to a couple other pinball bars uh, around the country that were fabulous, that we really, really enjoyed. Uh, and we kind of, we talked about opening our own pinball bar, you know, hey, we can do it. On the last day of 2015, Mark and Dana's friends Adam Kiesler and Justin Evans opened North Star Pinball Bar in Montreal. Mark and Dana went there for the grand opening on New Year's Eve. We, we saw it and it was just, North Star is just an experience. It's just so, it's the classiest pinball joint you'll ever go to. It's just, it's beautiful and their machines are pristine and their, you know, their cocktails are great and the, the vibe is great. And I mean, it's Montreal and, you know, fabulous people that, that run that place. It's just, it was awesome. And we had a, we're very close to them. We're very good friends. This is a friend you met from playing pinball? From playing pinball, mm -hmm. yep. Um, so we, you know, we were up there for the weekend and the whole drive home, that's all we were talking about. It's like, we gotta do it, we gotta do it, we gotta do it, we gotta do it. Um, and then Mark goes, uh, goes away on his annual fishing trip every April and I, um, I brought the dog downtown and I said, you know what, I'm just gonna walk all of downtown Westerly today and I'm just gonna write down every single place that's for rent and I'm just gonna call and see what the prices are like and that's what we did. So I walked around and I came around this corner and I was just flabbergasted that it was open. I mean, Christina's, it used to be a retail clothing store and Christina's has been here forever and it was just empty. Dana couldn't reach Mark because he was fishing in the middle of the Everglades, but she decided to go for it anyway. She called the building owner, Suzanne Moore of HMS Development, and was surprised at the positive response she got to the idea of opening a pinball bar there. Dana thought it would take more convincing. It was after that when things got difficult with zoning and licenses. It was a, it was a long process, but we started demoing in, I want to say July, and we opened the Friday before Thanksgiving. And Everyone laughed at us. <laughs> Why did they laugh at you for? They said there's no way that you guys are opening before Thanksgiving, and I was like, I we are opening before Thanksgiving. I said, you know, you know, uh, you know, the Friday, you know, the um, you know, the the night before Thanksgiving is the big, you know, anybody who's been in the industry, uh, you know, restaurant bar service industry always knows the night before Thanksgiving is the biggest bar night of the year. It's it's that the um, Christmas Eve and obviously New Year's, and I said if we're not open by then like we're gonna be screwed for the winter. Like we have to be open by them. People have to know about us. Like when people, you know, kids come home from college and everything, like they have to know. So um, we we friggin' made it happen. We, we had a soft opening with our friends and family, which was wild and crazy and so much fun. And then uh, the next night we, we opened. Flipside has eight taps, but the real selling point on the alcohol side is it's more than 55 cans of craft beer. This includes Revival, Graysale, Allagash, Dogfish Head, and much, much more. The bar hosts paint your own pint nights and stein Sundays when you can bring in your own stein and get 20 ounces of beer for a 16 ounce price. Looking forward, Mark and Dana hope to acquire more pinball machines. 
But Dana says there's some that are so beloved they'll never get rid of, like Adam's Family, Funhouse, and Jackpot. The couple is excited to get through their first year, and if everything continues going well, Dana says they'll consider opening another bar elsewhere. The biggest thing is just that they want to bring as much pinball to as many people as possible. They encourage any newcomer to flip side to play. We'll, we'll literally tell them that they're going to play, and then they get they get like nervous. Like, I don't know how, and I, or I never have. I don't know how. It's been a long time. Like whatever the excuse is, and so of course one of us will walk them over to it, and then we'll get them going, and we'll start like them actually playing. And then you know you know the first ball they're like a little bit nervous, and then they get down with the second one, and then by the time that they're done with the third one, it's just like oh all right, like yeah, like this is what I'm into right now. And I was like yeah, this is wicked fun. Like you definitely should keep going. And then they're just like okay, I'm gonna play one more game. And then it's just like all of a sudden like you see that person in a league or something. So I, I think that is probably the biggest misconception is that it's you've got to have this like innate skill like you know this ability this secret like sauce and in, in order to play and it's just like no it's just supposed to be fun it's at the heart of it pinball is fun i've never seen anybody not have fun playing pinball Additional audio production for this week's episode by Erica Moser. A snippet of the trailer for the Special Win Lit documentary was used. The full trailer can be watched on YouTube.